Hi there, my name's Marina. I want to share my love story with you today. Or rather, the name of the story is Never Judge the Book by Its Cover. In my case, never judge people by their profession. Since I was a kid, I have been dreaming of becoming a doctor. My parents were doctors, so they happily supported my dream. After I graduated from high school, I was about to enter the most prestigious university in my country. I planned to study there at the medical department. I imagined myself a bright future. You see, I'm a very self-motivated girl. Normally, I live from goal to goal. Somehow, I forgot I was young, pretty, and nice. I thought it would be nice to run out on a date instead of reading another boring book. Or maybe flirt with a guy. Or just talk to people. When I was in the third year of university, they allowed me to work in the hospital. Well, my dad decided it was time for me to start earning money by myself. He had connections at my university and they agreed to let me work in the hospital. My dad also said it would be great for me to see how things really work instead of reading books and cramming. So he helped me get a job as a cleaner in a private clinic. I didn't mind. Money really didn't bother me at that time. Of course, my parents helped me financially, but I didn't feel comfortable asking them for extra money for parties or movies or for a new dress I really liked. Anyway, I could watch real professionals at work and gain experience, so I started going to work after classes. Despite the fact floor cleaning was not my best dream, I liked everything there. For example, the doctors didn't kick me out of their consultations, and when I was working the night shifts, I had a lot of free time so I could prepare my homework. Anyway, my life was fine, until... I fell in love. There was a young, handsome doctor in the department where I worked. At 28, some experts believed he was one of the best surgeons. All his patients adored him. And his smile. He had the smile of an angel. Besides, he always dressed beautifully and he looked like a real-life fashion blog pic. Now, I understand it was just my body and hormones, but then I was sure this was the love of my life. Well, I started to spend more time in his office. I asked him about various little things. I worked more diligently than other cleaners. I even brought dinner from home for him a couple of times. I don't know. Maybe my care really worked. Or maybe Tim, that was his name, was just a womanizer. But after a while, we started dating. Of course, we hid our relationship. He said if someone found out about us, I would have big problems, and I believed him. Besides, this mystery was so romantic. He arranged dates for us right in his office when he was on his night duty. I snuck into the clinic and spent the best hours of my life on his couch for visitors. We laughed a lot, watched movies, ate delivery food, and kissed. I was such a fool. Of course, I wanted to tell the whole world about our love. Once, I even secretly took a picture of him while he was sleeping. Then I posted it on Twitter with sweet words, but when he saw it, we had a fight. He shouted I should have asked his permission before doing this. And anyway, I was supposed to keep our relationship a secret. But I didn't understand why I just couldn't post one of his pictures once in a lifetime on my social media. Because I really loved him. That's when the truth came out and it almost killed me. My sweetheart turned out to be a real bastard. It turned out he got pretty tired of me with all my whining and demands. You see, according to his words, I asked too much for just a cleaning lady. And I should be happy that such a gorgeous, smart, and handsome man spent his time with me. I started crying. It was a sucker punch, yeah. And then came other gorgeous confessions. Tim told me right to my face that a cleaning lady was not a match for him. And I was just a young fool since I believed in our great and bright love. But the knockout came when I learned that my Romeo had long been married. He yelled about it in my face when he took my phone and deleted that unfortunate photo. 
Then he threw the phone in my face and left his office, telling me to clean up the mess and get out of his way. It was painful. Seriously. I sat on the floor and cried. It was like Tim suddenly poured a bucket of ice water on me. But the most offensive thing was not that he left me, but the way he did it. It would be fine if he said something like, It's not about you, it's about me. I guess I don't love you anymore. You'll find someone else. And all this comforting stuff. But why did I get these accusations, bullying, and almost beating? Besides, it was my first great love. At that moment, it seemed to me my heart was broken. I didn't want to study anymore. I didn't want to leave my room and see other people. I was seriously planning to destroy my future just because of one narcissistic peacock. Fortunately, one sad week with hot chocolate and a blanket was enough for me to recover a little and understand that no man in the world is worth my tears. At the same time, I started thinking over revenge. I was absolutely not going to leave everything just like that. When I was in the hospital, I continued to pretend I was very sad, and I was still suffering for my dear Tim. He walked around acting proud and important, like a peacock. Apparently, he really missed my trampled heart to raise his self-esteem. This motivated me to make more insidious plans. I was still cleaning his office, and Tim still didn't suspect that a broken-hearted girl can be as dangerous as hell. The first victim of my experiment was his water bottle. Why it was always so important for him to drink only from his own water bottle was always a mystery to me. But it was convenient for my plans. In this beautiful shiny bottle, I poured half a pack of the most beautiful medicine in the world, a laxative. And then I just had to enjoy the show. He had a very important meeting that day, and he just couldn't leave it. He was writhing for two hours. Meanwhile, he was presenting a report to the chief doctor. He fidgeted all the time in his chair, and I shot him on my phone, laughing in the corner. I also closed the door to the toilet, putting an out-of-order sign on it. But uh, this thing didn't seem enough to me. Next time, I placed the documents on his desk with some medical records, and I presented at the next meeting, trying to be invisible. Then came other small, dirty tricks from me. For example, the courier mixed up and delivered his paid dinner to a completely different hospital. A taxi would arrive 30 minutes late. Or all his clean robes would suddenly run out. The funny thing was Tim did not suspect it was me at all. Well, who would pay attention to just a cleaning girl anyway? And when I saw with my own eyes how this moron hugged a new young intern in the hallway, I went totally nuts. I wasn't jealous, no. By that time, all my love had long passed. I didn't want this girl to be treated like me. Kind of women's solidarity or something. I took a couple of pics of them and sent them to Tim's wife on WhatsApp. Where did I get it? I knew Tim's password on his iPhone and just found it. This idiot didn't even change his password after we'd broken up, despite the fact he was well aware I knew it. There was a big and ugly scandal. His wife turned out to be quite a bitch. She flew into the hospital, started screaming and throwing things. It turned out I was not only the last victim of Tim, but also far from being the first one. Somehow, it wasn't even a shame for me. Anyway, Tim's career in this private clinic ended with a scandal. The clinic's motto was, reputation is a priority. And, you know, a screaming wife in the surgery department will never give you a good reputation. Plus, his love affairs. And again, no one suspected me. Remember, I was just a cleaning lady. But the main reason for his dismissal was, Daddy, I loved him so much. And he, he was so bad. He was married. Please fire him. I acted it out perfectly. As you can guess, my dad recently became the owner of this clinic. He bought it from his friend who helped me get a job there. 
and my mom was a chief doctor who was very worried about the heart of her daughter. So what? Simple cleaners have secrets too. Tim was fired, and I went back to my normal life. I studied, mopped the floors in the evenings, stayed on night shifts, and prepared my thesis. Life was fine again. Now I really can't fall in love anymore. Maybe this is because of this story? I met Tim again at one of the surgery conferences. I was giving a report there. That time, I was already a young and promising specialist. I developed my own methods of treatment. Some experts even considered them a great discovery in medicine. And he... Well, I didn't notice him right away because I was giving a speech, accepting congratulations and drowning in applause. When I was about to leave, I turned around and saw a familiar face. Tim was mopping the floors in the hall. Well, you got me. He was a simple cleaner like I used to be. I didn't approach him. I didn't care how he came to such a life. And I didn't want to get a last laugh after almost five years. But I felt much better inside. Moral, life's like a boomerang. So never offend those who are weaker or in lower position than you. Because no one knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Maybe you'll be on top of the world. Or maybe you'll end up with a mop in your hands. If you liked my story, click thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel to see new interesting stories. See you guys!